Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Christian Radio Network, spreading the gospel of Christ, with over 70,000 subscribers worldwide, a Zello ministry and podcast, the Christian Radio Network, come fellowship with us. For more information, log on to ChristRadio.net.
Christian Radio Network. Spreading the Gospel of Christ. With over 70,000 subscribers worldwide. A Zello ministry and podcast. The Christian Radio Network. Come fellowship with us. For more information, log on to ChristRadio.net. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Christian Radio Network. We are approximately eight minutes away from our show tonight, the CRN Evening Show, which is being brought to you by the Christian Radio Network. We're going to keep playing some songs until our show begins, so enjoy the next one. Jason Castro, Only a Mountain. Another day, another fight. It always feels like an uphill climb. Another step, another mile The story of your life It's harder than you ever thought And it costs you everything you got When you're back against the wall And you feel like giving up This is only a mountain You don't have to find your way around it Tell it to move, it'll move Tell it to fall, it'll fall second win it's not as high as you think it is don't give up and don't you quit you gotta climb if you wanna win yeah and i know it looks big 
the CRN Evening Show is live. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the CRN Evening Show. My name is Terrence, and I'm flying solo tonight. I'm I'm so happy, though, that uh, Justin is able to take a break from tonight and get a few things taken care of on his end. And uh, Justin, don't feel bad. It happens. We all have things uh, that come up. And actually, uh, speaking of things that have come up, tomorrow night, that's Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, we will be doing our Thursday night broadcast because... I will be out of town. So, you know, it's okay. He's paying me back for having to reschedule Thursday to Wednesday this week. But don't worry, folks, listening at home. This is not going to be a habit, I promise, just this week. So uh, as we uh, as we progress through our show tonight, I just want to let you know a little bit about the Christian Radio Network and who we are. We are a group of people who... Uh, who worship God, who share the Word of God through the Zillow Ministries. If you have uh, a smartphone, such as an Apple or Android device, you can go to the Google Play Store or the Apple iTunes Store and download Zello. Uh, that's Z-E-L-L-O. And you can download it, create an account. It's absolutely free. And it's like a push-to-talk app, kind of like a cell phone walkie-talkie, if you will. You can download that and search CHRISTIAN in all capital letters, where you will find us, the Christian Radio Network, in just one of our eight channels. Now, all eight channels has over a combined subscriber amount of 70,000. That's over 70,000 subscribers. So an incredible ministry to continue uh, sharing the Word of God, to continue telling those who do not know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, hey, this is what you can do. This is who you can talk to. This is who you can fellowship with. And it's not just for those who are lost. It is for those who are trying to further develop their life in Christ. But uh, we have an exciting show for you tonight. Even though I'm flying solo, I like the fact that we've incorporated songs back into our show as we used to do when we did the show on Zello because we did not have the resources or the tools available to be able to do a show like what we are doing tonight. Uh, Just to kind of give you a rundown of our show tonight, we're going to be talking about Christian news headlines across the world and some conversational pieces uh, from online, as well as sharing some awesome songs by Bart Millard, which is I Saw the Light. Now, when you think of I Saw the Light, you think of the old hymnal that you used to sing in church, but twisted a little bit in a good way. That's going to be awesome. You'll like it when you hear it. Uh, it's kind of If you like country music or if you like that kind of... Uh, that old school kind of country feel, you're going to like this song. Uh, we're going to also dive deeper as we are in section four of our do-over series, Bible Studies for Life program, an identity you must embrace. We're going to be digging into the book of Romans, chapter six, verses eight through 18. Then we're also going to share some listener prayer requests and testimonies, which if you're listening at home and you have a prayer request or a praise report or testimony that you would like to share, you can live chat with us right here on Mixler, or you can send me a Skype message uh, through my Skype account, which is TWWARD07. You can also uh, live chat with me during the show between our breaks, the two song breaks there. And if uh, I talk to you and we feel led to share that, if it's uh, something that we think will definitely benefit our listeners at home, we may even connect you on the call or on the uh, show, I should say. But uh, after that, we're going to dive into our CNR, or CRN Word of the Week, which is Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 21, which was actually picked out by Brother Justin this week. So you don't get to share it today, but... He gets to share it tomorrow, so he's going to be excited about that. And then also our last song of the program, 10,000 uh, 10, Reasons, Bless the Lord by Matt Redman. We're going to be playing that, and then also we're going to close out our show as we do every week with a prayer inviting those who do not know Christ as their personal Lord and Savior to join us on Zello so that they can find out how they can have a renewed life in Christ. It's an incredible time. It's an incredible place to be right here on Mixler, to be able to share the gospel of Christ with you guys at home. Uh, Just to let you know some of the top headlines around the world, uh, as you know, one of the things that uh, 
one of the things that I looked at. Um, you know, I'm not a I'm not a married man, but there are a lot of friends that I have that have a relationship with uh, a significant other, whether it's a a woman married to her husband or a husband married to her uh, 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 married to his wife. You know, it, marriage is often a tricky thing in the United States. We've often heard of the same-sex marriage that has been uh, adopted as rule of law in many states. But this is about, uh, you know, new marriages, new couples. And this article from Crosswalk.com, from the uh, from their one of their main pages here, says, Whenever I hear someone say that their first year of marriage, or two, or five, etc., was difficult, I breathe a sigh of relief. While I'm sorry to hear of the couple struggling, I am relieved to know that I am not alone. Marriage is hard. Bringing two people together means making compromises. And when two strong-willed people marry, as in the case with this writer and her husband, those compromises will not likely end peacefully. Yes, she's speaking from experience, and she says, I'm sorry, but on a bright orange Baltimore Orioles poster just does not work in the living room. She continues, unfortunately, the problem that arise in many marriages are far more severe where to hang wall art. Infertility, affairs, addiction, health problems, finances, and intimacy issues can get in the way of experiencing the marriage God yearns for you to have. And sometimes, one person gives up when the things just get in the way. Author Lisa Turkhurst wrote a popular blog called When Your Husband Has Given Up, addressing the pain and hopelessness of a struggling marriage. The writer says that there is something that you can do when you feel that your marriage is falling apart. She quotes, Decide today that you are worthy. She says that she knows you probably don't feel worthy if your spouse has given up on your relationship. She even acknowledges that when only one person is willing to try to fix the marriage, it is the deepest hurt. You are worthy in spite of this. She cites Psalms 139, verses 13 through 14, and I quote for You formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. When it feels as if all hope is lost, you can depend on the solid truth of God, Turkhurst says. There is something that you can do to redeem your marriage, even if you are working on it alone. She quotes, Step aside from the emotional yuck to make some level-headed decisions. Turkhurst writes, Get a plan. Talk to wise people who love you, provide godly counsel, and will walk through this tough journey with you. And most of all, pray like crazy for clear discernment, because Jesus is the best source of help. Justin and Tricia Davis, authors of Beyond Ordinary, also stress the importance of prayer in a seamlessly, or excuse me, seemingly hopeless marriage. The couple's marriage nearly failed after years of, emo- of emotional resentment, withdrawal, and an affair. In an interview with iBelieve.com, Trissa Davis states, I lost everything. I lost my church family. I lost my best friend. I was losing my marriage. I lost my identity. And all I had was God. I had nowhere else to go but Him. The couple managed to begin their marriage anew through the help of counseling and complete reliance on God. It was prayer, she said. Things started to change because my perspective started to change. If your marriage is suffering, turn to God for strength. Tekirst writes, honest cries for help lifted us up to Jesus, and it will not go unheard. He sees, he knows, he loves, and Jesus will direct you as long as you stick with him. Carrie Diedrich, who is the editor of ChristianHeadlines.com, contributed to this article. And also, I'd like to comment on what, uh, what the author here said about keep praying. Pray until it hurts. There's a saying that I like to use in the Christian Radio Network that I heard from a pastor of a church uh, at Cash River Church, actually, in uh, a little old town in Arkansas. He said, pray until something happens. Not praying, hoping that God can answer your prayer, but knowing God can answer your prayer. So that's the most important part is we often get caught up in our worldly and fleshly desires. We often get caught up in worry itself. You see, worry is the absence of faith. But faith is the absence of worry. Put your faith in God today. Understand that He is there for you. Understand that He is there to He is there to heal you. He is there to be with you. He is there to meet you in your suffering. As we discussed in our Honest to God series just a few episodes back, I believe we ended that in episode 
7, I believe it was. Episode 6 or episode 7 of the CRN Evening Show. But it's, uh, you know, it's push. Pray until something happens. Keep that in mind this week as you... Uh, as you go throughout your as you go throughout your daily lives. But as we continue on christianheadlines.com, the North Carolina uh, churches trashed, spray painted with pro uh, pro gay graffiti. Police are looking for more information after two churches in North Carolina were vandalized with pro homosexual messages. At Bell's Memorial Wasalen Church in Jamestown, the church windows were smashed, flowers were pulled out of the ground and parking signs were taken out. The church was also hit with eggs and silly string, according to Christian News Network. Messages were also spray-painted on the building, such as, Gays okay, and he hates you. In Greensboro, Grace Baptist Church had broken windows, eggs thrown at facilities, and toilet paper. Similar messages were also spray-painted on the building, God loves gays. Why would someone stoop so low to vandalize a church? In a word, sin. The prophet Jeremiah says that the heart is deceitful and despicably, or excuse me, desperately wicked above all things. Pastor Paul Coward wrote in a post on Facebook, Yes, it is true that Satan opposes God, and he is probably laughing about this vandalism, but God shows us the destructive sin nature found in all mankind, including each one of us. Pastor Carl Pulliam of Bales Memorial Wasalen said his church faces about $10,000 in damages. He goes on, I can't tell you a reason that someone would target this church, particularly because it is a loving church, he said. This is not a judgmental place or a place where someone would ever feel provoked to do these kinds of acts. Someone meant ill will to this house of worship, he continued. This was done to stop our message. That part didn't succeed. It actually perpetuates our message. And you see, that's the thing that we must remember as Christians is that, yes, God does love gays. He loves all of us. He loves all of his creation. He says in his scriptures that we are valued more than many sparrows because we are priceless in his eyes, which is why he sent Christ to die on the cross for us because he wanted to have a relationship with us. He wanted us to fellowship with him. That's what he wanted. Not for us to be judgmental in the sense of condemnation and hate and deceit. There is such thing as a righteous judgment, though. A righteous judgment and letting that person know, hey, you know, what you're doing is wrong. God God doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to love Him. He wants you to follow Him. He wants you to accept Christ into your life and repent of your sin. But also know that that's not going to mean that we're going to be perfect. That doesn't mean that we're going to continue through life just a perfect person, better than those that we used to be, because that's not the case. We are still unworthy of God's love, even though He gives it to us. We must humble ourselves under his mighty hand and humble ourselves to the fact that God does care for us, but he also cares for everyone else. Look at each other as God would look at you with love and not hate. That's the thing that we can do to change the world. And as we move through our program, which uh, was timed out to be an hour-long show tonight, we may actually run a little bit short Mainly because, of course, Brother Justin is not on tonight, but uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to aggravate him a little bit, uh, but he's going to be able to catch up tomorrow on our Wednesday broadcast. But as we move through uh, our show, we're going to play our uh, first song of the program by Bart Millard, and it's uh, I Saw the Light. I don't know how many of you have went to uh, church and sung the hymnals and, and listened to uh, some of the words in those hymnals, but I think he gives this a little bit of a new meaning. So here's Bart Millard with I Saw the Light. I wonder so aimless, life filled with sin I wouldn't ask my dear Savior if Jesus came like a stranger in the night Praise the Lord, I saw the No more darkness, no more night Now 
Saw the line right here on the Christian Radio Network's The CRN Evening Show. That's a good way to uh, kick everything off here tonight. And I tell you, uh, I, I apologize for that. I thought I had everything uh, silenced here on my uh, phone. During the uh, during the music break there, I was talking to one of our uh, partners on the Christian Radio Network and sharing some information with him. So forgive me for that. But uh, as we move on tonight, we're going to go into our do-over series, An Identity You Must Embrace, as we continue that do-over series. Now, for our last uh, our last episode, we covered uh, Section 3, which is A Love You Can Experience, and we touched on Romans chapter 5. Uh, verses 6 through 11 and verses 18 through 21. Now today we are touching in uh, Romans chapter 6 verses 8 through 18. You see the Bible meets life here. Sin is no longer your master. Christ is. My sermon was polished and ready to go. My tie was straight. My hair was neat. My shoes were wiped clean of the mud from Friday's funeral. It was Sunday morning at 9:25 a.m. Time to preach. I strolled down the hallway focusing on my planned message from Matthew 5. I fell to notice the man who lurked silently. I had no idea that the lurking man also focused on a plan. Following a few songs, I opened my Bible and launched into my sermon. Meanwhile, the mysterious visitor made a beeline to my office and forced his way in. While the church was take, or taking in a sermon, this man was taking out my wallet. He drove out of the parking lot with my credit card and enough information to commit identity theft. It was five days before I even realized it had happened. Your identity is incredibly powerful, whether for financial or citizenship reasons. Romans 6 recalls the dramatic change that took place at your conversion. Through Jesus, you have become a new person with a new destiny. Don't go back to your old way of thinking. Live what God says about you. Romans chapter 6, verses 8-18 through 18. Uh, is going to touch basis on uh, the the principle of this of this uh, Bible study here. So I'll be reading from the King James Version, Romans chapter six, verses eight through eighteen. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more; death hath no more dominion over Him. For in that He died, He died unto sin once. 
but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lusts thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those who are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but of under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his masters ye are yet to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto unrighteousness? But God be thanked that ye were they, or excuse me, that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that have form of doctrine which was delivered you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. So here God is talking about, or excuse me, here the scripture is talking about, uh, talking about being free from sin, being free from our former selves. In C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia, four kids stumble into a world invaded by the White Witch. Narnia is a land of splendor, but this domineering sorceress has cast a black or blanketing spell. Because of her, it is always winter and never Christmas. C.S. Lewis's allegory captured the picture Paul painted in Romans. This world has lost its joy and sits hopelessly and helplessly under a curse. People are always trudging along with invisible chains of inadequacy, doubt, guilt, anxiety, and fear. But God has broken Satan's curse. The people of God may now run free. Through the love of Christ, we are more than conquerors. Does this imply that a Christian who gets up early and has a good quiet time will always do good things? No. In the future, sin is extinct. In the present, it is not. In a domination and grace, Augustine explained the state of human beings in this way. Before the fall, humans were able to sin. In Genesis 3, the tempter arrived and baited Adam and Eve with the fruit. They chose to listen, and they decided to disobey. After the fall, humans were not able to sin. Adam and his offspring became damaged goods. No matter how much willpower they mustered, humanity can't get it right. And after salvation, humans are able not to to sin. When Jesus died, he died to sin once for all. Or excuse me, he died to sin once for all. The tyranny of Satan has been abolished and victory is now possible through the power of God. Do Christians still sin? Yes, but now we have the ability to overcome sin and to grow in righteousness. We do not have to give in and in the process, we will show the world our life-changing God. You see, as we continue to explain, a young woman once sent her pastor an email Dear Pastor, are we sinners or are we saints? I frequently hear fellow Christians refer to us as just a bunch of sinners saved by grace. Is this biblical? Well, the young lady asked a question Paul sought to answer. While Christians are certainly saved by grace, grace is not a blank check for recklessness. Instead, grace should compel us to pursue holiness. Unfortunately, we are not able to, or excuse me, we are often unable to do, uh, discern the difference between the lost and the saved. Do you know that an unsaved person who exhibits higher moral behavior, he donates blood and serves the local soup kitchen, but has zero interest in the things of God. He has no intention to bless the Lord, and without faith it is impossible to please God. On the other hand, do you know a professing Christian who is kind and courteous at church, but crass and profane at the Friday night football game? His life is a living paradox. Paul challenged the saints, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its desires. In 1993, a group of milk-producing marketers developed a new advertising campaign, one with a simple slogan, Got Milk? The idea was to plaster famous people on billboards with a foamy white mustache. The campaign took off and sales increased dramatically. Milk leaves a discernible mark. So does salvation. When a sinner becomes a saint, his life is no longer marked by sin. Salvation leaves a discernible mark. And as we continue, people have become enamored by home improvement shows. You start with a trashy old house, add a hint of colorful paint, throw in a few shelves, and roll out some fresh carpet. Voila! The before and after is breathtaking. 
Far more dramatic and life-changing than any home makeover is the dramatic change that has taken place through the cross. We have been set free from sin, and we have become slaves to righteousness. The old way is gone. The new way has come. According to Paul, all people are enslaved, whether we are either tied to sin or we are tied to God. It's one or the other. What happens at conversion is remarkable. The chains are switched from one taskmaster to the other. Thankfully, our new master, Jesus Christ, is loving and gracious. The Lord calls to us to trust in the body, or excuse me, the Lord calls us to trust in a body of truth. This is, in some sense, an act of self-surrender as we reject the lies of culture and focus our minds on the Word. We have many tools to help us focus on the teaching of the Word of God, but here are just a few. Scripture reading and memorization fill the mind with hearty truth. Worshiping with fellow Christians lifts up a discouraged heart and rekindles a love for God. And bowing before the Master in prayer places a person in a position to receive a reviving word from the Lord. Without a doubt, the road of discipline is the road less traveled. But Paul encourages or excuse me, but Paul encourages us to press on to righteousness and to seek the heart of the Master. So here's our challenge for you this week to live it out. So how do we honor Jesus, our master? How can we obey with heart? Here's what you can do. You can identify what controls you. Examine your life for those areas where sin has easy reign. Form good habits. Spiritual discipline is needed to walk in righteousness. Develop a plan to avoid activities that can lead to sin and replace them with activities that can encourage your walk with Christ. Point someone to his or her right identity. Help another believer shed the old identity. Continually encourage him to see who he is in Christ. You see, the illusion is powerful. Sin promises freedom, but it simply wraps one more chain and one more chain. And that's not who you are. That's not who you are anymore. Choose to embrace your new identity. Bow to the God who actually set you free. And this excerpt from Cutting to the Chase from Home Life Magazine, courtesy of BibleStudiesForLife.com forward slash articles, is identity crisis. It's easy to have one because we build our identities on things that move, things that aren't dependable or constant. We chase the wrong things. To chase the heart of God, we must first figure out what other things we're already chasing. Things of this world, things that distract us, or things that pull us from the heart of God. One of the reasons why we chase things of this world is that we're looking for strong identities. We want to know what that we matter and that we're unique. We all need to know why our lives count and what sets us apart. And to continue reading that, again, you can go to Bible Studies for Life forward slash, or excuse me, BibleStudiesForLife.com forward slash articles from the Home Life Magazine's Cut to the Chase. So I want to hear what you got to say. I want to hear what you listening at home have to say about this do-over series and what you have to say about what Paul said in the book of Romans about how we must break away those chains. We must not lust after the flesh, but we must lust after the heart of God. We must follow God. We must want that relationship and we must hold it dear to our lives. That's what we've got to do. We've got to set aside those sinful ways. We've got to set aside our wants and our needs for the wants and needs of God. Because God's going to provide for us. He's going to see us through any temptation. He's going to see us through any trial. He's going to see us through anything that we may come across in our lives. We just have to open our eyes. But as we move forward in our broadcast, we have a couple of prayer requests, uh, I believe, that came in just before the show. And uh, that's what I was checking during our, during our, uh, our little break there for that song, I Saw the Light. Uh, a prayer request coming from Sister Samantha. She says, My friend's little girl says she has a high fever and still isn't feeling all that great. Her name is Lily. So we will definitely keep Lily in our prayers as we uh, look through some of our missed uh, messages here. Let's see here. Uh, Brother Gerald says his pastor's little boy is in the hospital, and this was from a few days ago. Uh, he has had a fever of 103 to 104 since Friday. Um, so we will keep uh, Brother Gerald's pastor son in our prayers as well um i think that's all we've got uh, that's been submitted to us for this show so if we'll all bow our heads in agreement, we will go to the lord in prayer heavenly father we thank you for this broadcast that you've been able to bring us tonight father we thank you for your wisdom your guidance your protection your mercy your forgiveness 
We thank you, Father, for allowing us to be able to break the chains of sin, to trust in you, to fellowship with you, and to be able to come to you in this way. We thank you for wanting to have a relationship with us. We thank you for loving us, even though when we probably didn't love you at times. Father, we know that you were just as a loving parent, that you were quick to correct us when we're wrong, but quick to forgive and to continue to love us. And Father, we thank you for that so much. Father, we lift up Brother Gerald's pastor's son, who is struggling with a sickness right now. Father, we also lift up Lily, uh, that you would heal her in her time of need as well. Father, we lift up these names and so many other unspoken prayer requests and those who may not have been able to, to get those to us, Father. We pray that you would lift them up because you know their needs. You know what their wants are. Father, we know that you can heal these bodies. We know that Christ not only died for our sins, but for the sickness as well. Father, we know that whenever we plead the blood of Christ, we rebuke the sickness and the sin in our lives, and we trust in you and we have faith in you, Father, that you will see us through it. Because, God, you meet us in that suffering. You are always there. You are always waiting, and you are always standing by for us to ask for that help, that if we humble ourselves unto the mighty hand of yours, that you will exalt us in due time, that after we suffer for a while, make us perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle us. Father, we thank you so much for that. We thank you for letting us be able to do this broadcast, Father, that your word might be shared and touch the soul and the lives of those listening at home and those listening abroad. Father, we thank you for the Christian Radio Network and allowing us to be able to spread your word even farther, being able to use the Zello ministry, Father, to continue the message of Christ, to educate those who don't know who Christ is or those who have rejected Christ to show your love. Father, we thank you so much for everything that you have done. Father, we ask these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. And again, if you have any prayer requests that you would like to send to us, you can always go online to ChristRadio.net. You can log on there and submit your prayer requests via our website, or you can email us at prayer at ChristRadio.net. We invite you to do so. And we also want to share with you the CRN uh, Word of the Week which was picked out by Brother Justin, who's not on our broadcast tonight. I'm, I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to give him a hard time after the show. I know he'll be, uh, I know he'll be in a position where I can talk to him, but he may not be in a position where he can reply. So, uh, yeah, just gotta give him a little bit of a hard time. And don't forget, you can also join us on all of our social media sites, such as Facebook at facebook.com. You can uh, go to the search bar and look for Christian Radio Network. You can click the like button there, and then you can also share some encouraging words and, and talk to us. You can also uh, log on to Twitter at Christ Radio Net, where you can connect with us on Twitter as well. But our CRN word of the passage of the week is Romans chapter five, verses twelve through twenty-one. Wherefore, as one man, excuse me, wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and that so death passed upon all men, for that. All have sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world, but sin was not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the uh, similitude of Adam's transgression. Who is the figure of him that has or was to come? But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one of many be dead, for much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abundant unto many, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace, and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one the free gift came upon or came upon all men unto justification of life. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the disobedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Christ our Lord. Each week we will post different salvational passages or verses. 
These scriptures may act as a conversation starters on our Zello channels. Uh, you can get all of those from ChristRadio.net. We want to say God bless you to all of our brothers and sisters in Christ on Zello and those around the world. You know, we have over 70,000 subscribers on the Christian Radio Network's Zello Ministries. That's over 70,000. And the broadcast you're listening to right now has the ability to impact over 200 million lives through five different platforms. That's five different platforms. That's Mixler, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Double Twist, uh, TalkShoe. Those five platforms, we are able to reach out to that many people. It's an amazing, amazing blessing that God has bestowed upon the Christian Radio Network. And it's it's just, it's awesome. I can't say anything more than it's just awesome. I mean, I, I'm at a loss for words at how God has really taken this and has taken it this far. So as we continue our broadcast, our last song of the evening is Matt Redman with 10,000 Reasons right here on the Christian Radio Network's CRN Evening Show. Oh, 
Matt Redman with 10,000 Reasons right here on the CR Evening Show. I got a little tongue-tied there. But uh, I've got another song I want to play for you guys. It's uh, Chris Tomlin, Whom Shall I Fear? I know this wasn't scheduled, but uh, enjoy the song. We've got this song, and then uh, we'll be just shy of closing out our program of the CR Evening Show. Chris Tomlin with Whom Shall I Fear right here on the CRN Evening Show, courtesy of Christian Radio Network. 
You can log on to our website at ChristRadio.net. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a fantastic show tonight. I think so. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what you think by logging on to ChristRadio.net and submitting an email to info at ChristRadio.net, or you can find us on Facebook and chat with us, or you can log on to our Zello ministry by downloading the Zello app from your iTunes library, or excuse me, <clears throat> your library. It's, it's a little late for me, so you'll have to forgive me. Uh, your, <laughs> your iTunes library or your Google Play Store. But just to let you know a little bit about the Christian Radio Network, because we don't get to do this often. But to give you a background, in the summer of 2012, God's servant Nelson Ray created the Christian channel on Zello. Nell's idea was to create a place on Zello to glorify God and for a place that Christians can go to fellowship with one another and spread the love of God. Beginning with one channel back then, Nelson started to reach the hearts of many, all the while while giving glory to our Creator and Lord and Savior. Today, the Christian Radio Network has over eight functioning channels, all with a specific pur- pur- uh, excuse me, purpose, and over 70,000 subscribers in a dozen countries all around the world. Not to mention our podcast that you're listening to tonight. God's work is certainly being done, and all the glory goes to Him. Now, to give you a breakdown of just a few of our channels, we have a prayer channel where you can pray with others, ask for prayer. Uh, This is where if you're having a need or if you want somebody to pray for you or if you want to pray for somebody, you can do so in that channel. And also praise God through worship music on our Raised in Praise channel. See, Colossians 3 and 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord, and learn about God's word in the Lord's time. You see, in Second Timothy two and fifteen, it says, "Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth." And fellowship with one another in Christian and Christian too. That's where our main two channels are. You can look us up on Zello in all capital letters, Christian whenever you go to add the channel. The Christian Radio Network is made up of so many people like you like you listening at home. Those who have a love for God, those who have a love for living out His Word and striving to be as Christ-like as possible. We have moderators from the very beginning of the, uh, excuse me, moderators and partners from the very beginning of the Christian Radio Network to somebody such as myself, who's brand new, who started in 2014. I've been with the Christian Radio Network a year now. So we've got those who have been with the Christian Radio Network for a long period of time, and we have those who are brand new to our ministry. But it's a wonderful feeling to know that you can experience these relationships with each other, that you can experience the love of God together and share the Word of God with somebody who may not have heard it or may have denied it before. We invite you to go on our Facebook page, our Twitter page, at the links on our Christian Radio Network website at ChristRadio.net. And then we also invite you to go to Pinterest because during our song there, I received a message from uh, Brother Mike, who's one of our partners at the Christian Radio Network and one of the senior partners, I should say, because he's been there since, uh, since I believe, uh, I believe Brother Mike, correct me after the show, but I think it was after uh, Noah sent the raven. Is that right? I think that's right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he's he's going to pay me back for that, I promise you. But uh, <laughs> he's been here a minute. Uh, he told me that we have a Pinterest page now, which is awesome. So uh, we invite you to like us on Pinterest. We invite you to go to Twitter, follow us there, Christ Radio Net, and also on Facebook at Christian Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a pleasure to speak with you, to share the Word of God, to fellowship with you here tonight. Even though we've had the absence of an all-familiar voice on the Christian Radio Network's The CR and Evening Show, we know that Justin will be back tomorrow for our show as we have the CR and Evening Show on Wednesday this week instead of Thursday at 10, 9 Central. May God bless all of you, and I hope that you will take the time to come fellowship with us. Thank you for joining us on the Christian Radio Network. For more information, we invite you to log on to our website at ChristRadio.net. Come fellowship with us. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.